This podcast is part of the You Haven't Heard This Productions and Publications Network. For more great shows and blogs and vlogs, please visit www.yhhtmpc.com. Welcome to YHHTMPC. <clears throat> wait, 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 wait. What does that mean exactly? Oh, yeah. You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast. A show about introducing lesser-known music of lesser-known artists from all over the world. And now, without further ado, a one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Welcome to I've Heard This Music Podcast. This is Season 5, Episode 5. Welcome again to another show. You know what this is by now. You've been along. You've done all this crap with us before. I'm Wayne. I'm one of the hosts. Uh, as always, I'm joined by my other hosts. Rich, say hello, Rich. Hello, Wayne. How are you? I'm very good, mate. I'm always very good. Very good. Very good. And Mike 5, say hello, Mike 5. Hello, Mike 5. Hello, Mike 5. Are you good, Mike 5? <laughs> I'm very good. I just realised that uh, crumpets is trending on Twitter, so I'm slightly distracted by that at the moment because I want to make nice. Um, just, just, um, just. I, I know you've been on the podcast uh, for a few episodes with us now, Mike, and you're our new permanent host and everything. Why Mike Five? I should know this, surely. Uh, because the the band that I'm technically still in, but we haven't done anything for a very long time, uh, is called One in Five. And we thought it'd be funny to do that Ramones thing where we call ourselves Mike 5, James 5, J5, etc. Um, so it's from that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I told us this before. Uh, anyway, on every episode, thanks for that, Mike, by the way. Um, That's on right, every yeah. episode, <laughs> on every episode, we have a special guest, and tonight is no exception. We have a special guest in Sun Person. Say hello, Sun Person. What's up? How are y'all feeling? We're all good, mate. We're all good. We'll get to know Sun Person as the show goes on, and obviously we'll have the artist spotlight at the end. And from here on in, we shall refer to him just as Sun. So I, I can't get used to that. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. You'll get used to it by the end. It's fine. And if this is your first time arriving, I'm going to explain to you how this show works. This is a show of many sections. We like to call it a magazine show, and we run through many different things. We start with a head-to-head. This is where me, Mike, and Rich bring a song that we've been sent that we like that we think you should have a listen to as well. At the end of playing all these songs and talking about them randomly, we shall um, ask some person what his favourite is. After that, we move on to the wild card. Random chosen song. Have a listen to that. Play along. Jobs are good. Same again. Intense Hardcore Genre Musical Challenge Mode. This one's a bit more intricate. We have chosen, in a previous episode, a genre to go and find some music from. Have you found some music for Quiet Storm, Rich? Well, it's a funny one. I was shitting my pants over this yesterday because I didn't want to do any music for it. And uh, (laughs) nobody sent anything on Twitter. So I made something yesterday. However, I don't have to use it because some music came through yesterday. Um, I know you sent your music, Wayne, because what, what, what happened was Wayne put some music together for the song, and then I was going to do the vocals over the top, but because you'd already put Vox on it, I was struggling to work with it, but it was absolutely, <laughs> it was absolutely fucking perfect, it was, it, we'll talk about it later, 
Right, but, uh, I've, got, I've, got, I've got some music, so we don't have excellent. to use mine. Uh, excited and also very saddened by that by that fact, but never mind. We'll go on to the history section after all that uh, jazz. Uh, this is where I bring a song from history that has been forgotten or I think you need to know about. And then we finish up with the artist spotlight, who is our artist uh, for this episode, Sun Person, and we'll get to know him and talk all about him. Before we go on, let's just do a bit of housekeeping. Uh, you can find us and everything that we do at yhhtmpc.com. Uh, you can find all the goodness all the blogs the interviews the podcast itself everything you need to know about everything is on there you can also support us on there you can find us on buymeacoffee.com forward slash yhhtmp um all proceeds greatly appreciated this shit doesn't come for free and you know it's just a way of supporting us are we back on patreon as well rich did uh, yeah we're back on patreon now you can support us monthly if you fancy oh lovely lovely and also the you haven't heard this pub you haven't heard this publications is it promotions or publications productions and publications you haven't heard this productions and publications is on there as well if you are a podcast and you want a representation Rich does a sterling job I promise you of that of promoting stuff and it's just basically forming a community where we can all just lean on each other and ask each other for guests advice all that sort of stuff so if you are come along come and join the come and join the gang uh, have I missed anything out on the support side? I don't think I have, have I, Rich? It's, it's a community creators, and it's not just for pod- it's podcasters, bloggers, vloggers, and it's uh, it's kind of like a network, so we can all communicate with each other and uh, mass promotion, so you get promoted through all of our channels and everything. So, yeah, we're taking on artists now as well. We've got Freeman on there, we've got Ema, we've got um, Grim17 on there. I've been meaning to ask goes a good speed if he wants to join us it's all about us just joining together in one big mass orgy of love wow. <laughs> right uh we're gonna talk about the bis now this is the block ignore shout out and i got the last one but block ignore shout out or share uh bill share, bailey was last one. time he can go it and was. eat a bag of dicks oh bless him he didn't oh well, he just ignored us then, didn't he? So he's the eye of the bis this time. Yeah. <laughs> and the bee of the bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's my turn to choose a bis artist this week. Or a SS, bis, uh, stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> bastard, ignorant, stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> a bit harsh on Bill Bailey, but um, I think it's <laughs> <fine. laughs> He's been dealing with a lot recently. Let's leave him alone. So the bis this week uh, is going to be chosen by me, and I'm going for uh, synth pop artist Com Trues. Don't know who the fuck that is. Uh, he's very good, and I've been listening to his album, and I can't remember what the hell it's called now. Irrigation is it called? I can't remember. But yes, very good, very good artist. Very, very much like him a lot. Uh, so yeah, he's going to be our uh, bis for next week or for the next couple of weeks. Come trues. So yeah, the bis is blocking all shout out share. What we want to do is if he does listen to this podcast, find an artist you like or a piece of music you like off this show and give that artist or their music a shout out or a share. That's what it's about. It's not about us, it's not about sharing. I mean you can share and share a shout out us, but find an artist that you like off this episode and give that artist a shout out or a share. There you go, Comtrues, if you are listening. Thanks very much for being part of the uh, of the bits. And we're go- going to move on after all this jazz, Rich. Let's get the show on the road, head to head. Head to head, 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 
lovely. I do love these new transitional bits of music, you know, they're lovely. Uh, right, head to Hedrich, uh, you are going to start. What have you bring? Uh, what are you bringing? I am. <laughs> Warning, this podcast is reversing. Uh... <laughs> so I am bringing. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was some person's car. Uh, he's on the move again. <laughs> anyway, right, so yeah, I'm bringing Need Cheese, and this song is called Sung For You. Uh, the Central Asian country of Uzbekistan is the homeland of Otterbeck. Salam al. Every fucking time, Wayne, every time. It's always me. It's always me. Otterbeck, Salamov, or just Beck for short, we'll go with that. Electric songwriter, composer, multi multi instrument fuck right off, multi instrumentalist, producer, and founder of indie rock alternative band Nietzsche's. In his hometown of Tashkent, he was awarded the first prize for his position on clarinet at the age of 13. As a teen, he was drawn to perform metalcore. One day, he decided to dilute his hard album with melodic undertones. He enjoyed the switch and created a new melodic project. Nietzsche's has related. Uh, there's lots more about Nietzsche's. So, yeah, I'll leave links and everything to Nietzsche's in the show notes. So, if you like this, you can go check them out. But, yeah, this song is Nietzsche's with their song, Song for You. Something's wrong with me. Thought in the morning. Cause I got too much energy. Yesterday But mama told me I'm in love But I don't really know What to do In this situation Cause I've never been in love Before And I don't really know What to do in this situation All I know That I'm in love With you I don't know What I did to say in this situation 
with their song Sung For You the song Sung For You is a dazzling rock anthem about selfless love the sound invokes thoughts of Queen the Beatles Elton John Tom Waits this release captures Beck at the height of his creativity in spring 2001 21 but he brought the piano and started building his own studio for performing online strangely enough in the process of tuning the piano this song was born it's about the moment everyone had or will have in their life when they fall in love selflessly. It's a great song. I can see that I can hear the ghost of metalcore that used to be there back in his day. It's just a great song. It reminds me of a song I brought a long time ago, Wayne. You weren't on that episode. We kind of uh, phoned, you, phoned you in and you said the song was shit. Um, <laughs> and it kind of reminds me of that and I love that and I love this this uh, this good band it's a good sound it's very it's very diverse there's a lot going on in there I love the strings I love the instrument it's just good it's just really good I like it a lot let's start with Sun what do you think of this? yeah I thought this is a this is a really cool track it was super powerful there's a lot of emotion in it I messed with that that's cool brilliant Wayne <laughs> straight um, to the point right I mean, as soon as it starts, a big slap in the face, isn't it? It's a wake up, you know. Let's 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 grab your attention, sort of a song. And I like it. Feels quite showy in a contemporary way, and I mean showy as in I mean as on the stage, you know, a big musical, but a contemporary musical, not one of the old Rodgers and Hammerstein ones, sort of a newer one. I was getting a lot of sort of metal, no, My Chemical Romance from it meets. Um, Little Shop of Horrors, those two things sort of hitting each other in a really good way. It's brilliantly constructed. I love how surprising it was. It was really layered and it was quietly complex. Anything that can do that just quietly doesn't, you know, it's not completely in your face. But the strings going off in the background, 
they're, they're completely working with with the song. Like I say, brilliant constructed, and it's one of those songs I know that if I went back and listened to it again and again, I would get something different from it every single time. Yeah, really like this one, Richard. Very good, Mike Five. Yeah, I enjoyed that. It was um, <clears throat> it was very dramatic. I liked the bit in the middle where he just kind of like started screaming and really going for it. I was just like, yeah, get in, son. Um, <laughs> sorry, not not you, son. Sorry, I just realised what I said there. Um, <laughs> I was like, get in. Uh, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah, really kind of... Uh, it was quite exciting. It was like a, a better and alternative version of Elton John in places, which was quite interesting, but without the cheese uh, and the presumably without the weird shaped glasses but yeah no really enjoyable i've I've genuinely you know listened to that um, again and again i like the way it builds i like the way it drops uh, and yeah the whole thing i thought worked really really well um i'm amazed as well you said he wrote that while he was tuning a piano the last time i tried to tune a piano it just sounded like i was tuning a piano so that's very impressive as well (laughs) good on him yeah so mike you're next Yes, go for it, Michael. Oh, this is me. Okay, so this is a band called Elephants with Shotguns, and the song is called Vampire. So Elephants with Shotguns are a West Country band, but are actually working out of London at the moment. They're a two-piece. So you've got a guy called Will on the bass, who also sings, and a guy called Damon, uh, who drums, and they're both from Cornwall. Um, And it says their hard-hitting, heavy riffing style is difficult to ignore and encompasses several rock genres, from alternative to stoner, as evidenced by comparisons the band has received to Queen's The Stone Age, The White Stripes and Royal Blood. They recently did a short gig tour of the south of England, playing Bristol, Reading, Southampton, Guildford and two London gigs at the legendary Dublin Castle in Camden and the equally legendary Fighting Cocks in Kingston. That is pretty legendary. Prior to the release of their eagerly awaited debut single slash EP, which uh, is coming out in March, or it might be out now, I don't actually know, whether it's, it's around now that it's out. Uh, and then it says, not resting on their laurels, the band have shed number of releases in spring 22 uh, number of gigs uh, throughout April and may be heading off for festival season as well the second recording session is booked in and with time the band's second EP will be on the way uh, it says elephants with shotgun is the loudest thing you'll ever hear now I have seen motorhead about 17 times so I'm not quite sure that, that last statement is true but it is very loud and it's very very good uh, and I hope you enjoy elephants with shotguns with their song vampire
My chair is squeaking. <laughs> Take it away, Mike. <laughs> well, that's a wrap to that. <laughs> so that was Elephants and Shotguns with Vampire, um, which is a massive tune. It's obviously got, you know, big, fat, massive bass sounds in it. Makes them sound a little bit like a guitar, which is quite clever. It does that Royal Blood thing. Uh, it's a little, you know, a few little lead licks and all that. Good use for phaser pedal, really solid drumming. Uh, and it definitely reminds me a bit of Josh Holm and his vocals. It's got Queens and Stone Age type thing. So I went for big, heavy and bassy, um, as is as is my want uh, sometimes on this show. And yeah, I, I think they're brilliant. It's kind of grungy. It's kind of metally. It's kind of alternative. It's got a bit of everything. I like it. So uh, that's why I chose this for today. Let's go with Sun. What do you think? That was awesome. <laughs> that was like, <laughs> I haven't heard anyone do something like that in a, like, in a long time. Like I went to... I did school abroad for 10 years. So like, I kind of grew up on a lot of that shit. And like, the fact the fact that people are still doing stuff like that and it's innovative, that's awesome. You, you, hold on, you actually do a school of rock in the US? Yeah, yeah, no, like, I, I would like- It's not just a film. No, nah, like, I've been playing in bars since I was seven years old. And I would be, play, like, we started playing like Green Day and uh, Rush. And, and then it progressed to stuff like funk and uh, blues. It's it's cool. I've played wow. like everything. <laughs> oh, well, where 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 in the US are you? Uh, Memphis, Tennessee. You right. probably know I like, no idea where that is. Do you know who Elvis Presley is? Do I know who Elvis Presley is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do, right? Yeah, cool. Brandon, right? Yeah, Elvis. Elvis is from Elvis is from Memphis. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a good, there's a good music scene in Memphis, from what I can tell. Yeah, I you know. It's a lot of like you know deep rooted stuff. Um, and that's my thing is like I want to be the the next thing that's as, just as big as Elvis from Memphis. So cool. Good luck with that. Appreciate that. Left turn onto Tennessee Twenty Three. It's like we're there with you. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> He's next. What you next? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna. That's mute. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, so I'm not going to turn left onto Memphis 20th or whatever, but... Um, <laughs> well, that's disappointing. <laughs> um, that song, it was... Uh, I was getting a bit of Rage Against, Rage Against the Machine. I was getting... Uh, White stripes. There was a lot going on there. Really, it was. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't generic. I expected it to be very generic, and so I expected it to be, to be like everything else in that kind of genre. But it wasn't. It was very different. There was a lot to pick out, and I. I don't hear much in that kind of genre. Everything that genre usually sounds quite the same to me. But I enjoyed that a lot. Nothing much else to say about that, really. Wayne. I agree. Uh, right. Are these one of yours, Mike? Are these one of the Light and Lions crew, or are these? No, no, just a you know. band that sent me a song, yeah. <laughs> right. ah, lovely. Lovely. Um, so, straight from the off, they're screaming Death From Above 1979 at me. And if you don't know who those guys are, go and have a yeah. listen to those because you will love Death From Above 1979. Uh, from that very opening riff and the minute it just all collapses in on you, it's like, okay, pay attention. I do love this subgenre of music. I don't, I don't know if you'd call it rock fuzz or fuzzcore or something like that. I don't really know what it is, but where you've got the bass doing everything that the guitar does as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and the drummers have just got to be completely on a different level because they've got to make up for all that extra space that's left um, by the bass to doing the two things. 
Uh, we've got a band from the Midlands, uh, from our hometown actually, Rich, from from just on the road from Stourbridge called Cut Glass Kings. They do the same sort of thing as this. Uh, they too are, you know, uh, at the forefront of what they do. You can hear all the influences that you stated beforehand, and I was picking up a little bit of, in the vocal definitely, I was getting a bit of Nine Inch Nails and a bit of Marilyn Manson, you know, that sort of new metal industrial feel, especially the way you were singing it, that sort of like, you know, that sort of spoken griminess and then into the, it was very Trent Reznor-esque for me. I love that they conjure like, you know, dark rock clubs with sticky carpets that we all used to go to and, and you know, <laughs> there's nothing, there's nothing like it, is it, let's be honest. And you know, I found myself nodding all the way through it. It's a definite bop. I liked it a lot. The only thing I should say, actually, because you reminded me by saying that part of Lights and Lies, they're part of a record company called Fat Frank's Records, um, who are quite new. This is the second band they've signed, uh, and they're only founded at some point during the pandemic with just the aim of releasing new music by young, unknown artists and musicians. So, um, yeah, I'm quite keen to find out more about Fat Frank as well. Uh, but other than that, I think that's it. Cheers, guys. Excellent. Okay, we shall move on to me now. And this is Ancient Settlers and their song, Casting Gold.
Right, so that was Casting Gold by the Ancient Settlers, and the email that was sent to us says, The Spanish Rift Kings are influenced from everybody from In Flames, Arch Enemy, and Soul Work, and they release their engraced new single, Casting Gold, on Tuesday the 1st of February. So this song is out, it's out in the world, you can go and get it right now. These guys are Spanish, like, uh, like I said, and they comprise of, I will get this up now, I've actually got a bio that tells me who's in it for a change, and it is some absolute butchering of the Spanish language coming up, everybody. You have been warned. Way. Carlos Cesar uh, Estomba, Herman uh, Riera, Rene Gonzalez, uh, Emmy Reyes, and Anthony. I'm not even going to try and pronounce that. There's lots of umlauts and hyphens. Hamalamianian. I think. Oh, wow. Hamalamapapdinga dinga dong. It's like I'm there. I've, I've been transported from Memphis, Tennessee to Spain. It's amazing. Wow, do you know what I mean? <laughs> We're nothing but diverse on this show. I'm not even going to pronounce your name, Anthony. Apologies, because it's, it's just horrendous if I try and do it. But there's lots of there's lots of hyphens and umlauts and things. So just know that it's H-A-M-A-L-A-I-N-E-N, but with stuff. As soon as this starts, I get the Enter Shikari vibe, and I like Enter Shikari. And then it's straight into this storming riff, and you get, like, it, it woke me up, and I was like, wow, okay, I haven't heard nothing like this for a while sent to us. I love that you've got that sort of really hard vocal with that deep guttural scream underneath it. Uh, and, you know, this is exactly the kind of shit I love. It is exactly right up my street. There's nothing new in here. I just really like it. it it's one of those things that where the, the parts just flow really nicely. It's really, uh, the way it's recorded I really like is because it feels compressed. Uh, the whole thing feels like it's got this deep compression on it. I love the breakdowns into the choruses where you get that sort of half time from all that madness. Uh, and the guitar work and the bass work is, you know, it's crazy and you just know those guys that look like they've got seven hands on the stage. And um, yeah, my thing, that's it, it's my thing. Mike Five, take it away. <laughs> Wait, this is fucking insane. <laughs> I mean, I had to turn it down, and I, I don't normally do that, but it was so loud, it was ridiculous. I enjoyed that immensely. Uh, I've just posted a photo online, which I guess by the time this is released, someone's going to have to scroll back a week to find it, but uh, <laughs> of, of, of me headbanging uh, along to this amazing track. Um, yeah, I loved it. It... it, it Definitely had that kind of, int- um, I can't say that, enter Shikiri, is it? Um, enter kind Shikari. of vibe to it. Shikari. I've never said that out loud, I've only read it. Um, <laughs> it's, definitely, it's definitely got that kind of vibe to it. Uh, it's got the speed of that double bass pedal is insane, the guitar riffs are insane. And it does give you a little bit of a breather, which I quite like with heavy music sometimes, where it just you know doesn't quite pause, but it slows down and gives you a chance to breathe while they say something very profound uh, and angry. But um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I mean, you have to be so tight to pull that off, otherwise it just sounds like a hot mess, and they really are properly tight, really playing well together. It sounds fantastic. Um, yeah, great tune. Good choice, Wayne. I like it. Excellent, excellent. Son, what's your thoughts on this one? I thought this was, uh, I thought it was pretty cool. I don't actually, I don't normally, li- I don't normally listen to stuff like this, so it was kind of new for me, but I thought <laughs> it was really sick. Like, are they, you said they're Spanish? They're Spanish, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I know that. That's something new to me, so I really enjoyed that. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm actually going to go check out some more of their stuff. So. Yeah, go check these guys out, definitely. Uh, Richie? Um, yeah, they're a full-on bleeding fingers and sweaty bollocks band, aren't they? <laughs> um, 
that's, that's exactly what they are. The, the, um, the instrumentation and uh, the melody and everything reminded me of the band, I don't know if you know them, Amaranth, and uh, reminded me of them. But the, the shouting and everything, not like that. Cause it, I don't really know what to compare that to because it's not the music I listen to. So, uh, But yeah, it's... Um, it's, it's not it's not my thing but yes it's, I mean they're tight in the recording after being in the studio I agree most bands do come across tight after being in the studio and spending hours I do wonder if they'd be able to pull that off on stage they probably would be able to because they've been practicing for fucking ages but it'd be interesting to see them pull that off on stage they could I guarantee it if, you, if you'd like that in the studio I think I think it's not one of those genres where you can hide you're not very good so no true excellent excellent so we have come to the end before we move on go check out Richie's band which is Nietzsche's and uh, their song Song For You go check out Mike's band which is Elephants With Shotguns and their song Vampire go check out my band Ancient Settlers Casting Gold if you like that sort of stuff and more importantly what about you, Comtrues? What do you think about this? Let us know. Just share the posts. Have a listen. And who are you? Who even the fuck are you? He's good, Rich. You'd like him. No, you wouldn't. You hate synth pop, but I like I synth pop. I don't. I, I like really synth pop like now. I didn't used to like it, but I'm. I'm... Yeah. Well, Comtrues is very good. I'd say he's at the top of one of one of the top of the tree. He's Comtrues. I like him a lot. I just got it. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. You got, sorry. Isn't it? <laughs> I, just, I just got. I just got the name. <laughs> Yeah. Been a long day, has it, Mike? It's been a week. <laughs> I've got it now. Excellent. Uh, right, so we're going to move on now to the uh, to the wild card, Richie. Somebody put him out of his misery, for God's sake, Jesus. <laughs> um, we're, we're, uh, we're at the wildcard section, and if you don't know what this is, well, this is where we choose a song at absolute random that none of us have heard. And normally we'd have our guest uh, choose the song. I mean, song you might be there. Push. Son, are you there? You there, son? Son! That silence you heard there is, means he did, he's not there, I'm afraid. <laughs> uh, so he's, I guess it's currently AWOL, unfortunately. He's on Highway 23 or something, isn't he? That's where he is. <laughs> Mike, you you get the choice. You you can say stop. He's walking in Memphis, isn't he? (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) It's me, is it? All right. Yes, uh, Rich. This is where Rich is going to flick through our numerous emails, and Mike is going to say stop, and we're going to choose a random email, and Rich is going to tell us all about it. Okay, I'm so flicking, go. I'm flicking, I'm flicking, Stop. I'm flicking, okay, fucking on Mike. January the 19th, 2022, we are, it's one of those uh, promotions where the, oh, he's back, he's back. Hey! Hey! Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. All right, sweet. So we've landed on one of those promotions where you get two songs on the promotion. So the, we've got You People by Von Amore, Dark Wave, Post Punk Electro, and uh, the other promotion is Gen-, Gen Vix with the single PTSD. So you need to choose between one of those two, Mike. Uh, the first one. Von Amore. Yeah. Okay, so Postpunk Darkwave Von Amore presents You the People. Second taste of their debut anonymous ep- ep- eponym. What's, it, what's eponymous? What's eponymous? Is that it's a like word? A, no, it's, it's, it means it's self titled, I think. It means it's yeah, it when does, you give yeah. your name to it. Yeah, yeah. It's eponymous. 
I had to look that up, but that's exactly what it means, Mike. Postpunk Darkwave Von Amore presents You the People, second taste of their debut eponymous LP. For fans of Atoms for Peace, Fever Ray, Woodkid, and some others, um, does it say anything about them? Postpunk Darkwave Von Amore presents blah, blah, new single, this and the other, this dark and speaks. What about them? What about them? Is anything? Von Amore is made up of sisters. Oh, why me? Why, why fucking me? Vonamore is made up of sisters. Gwilmer, Botaro, voice bass, metal flute. Francesca Botaro, drum station, sequencer, sax, clarinet. Vocalist Luca. I don't know. Just and a load of fucking people I can't say is what's there. Um, joining the trio for live performances, the band's roots date back to 2016 in Rome, initially focused on communicating images and composing scores for short films. They morphed into the trio we know today with their taste and allure. 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 Did you say allure or allure? Allure? Allure. Fuck me. <laughs> Play the song. <laughs> It'll come out good in the edit, promise. Uh, you the people. So this is You the People by Vonamore.
sister-led darkwave electro trio Vonamore presents their enthralling new single You The People following up the brilliant single Take Your Heart. This is the second taste of their forthcoming debut Vonamore album. This dark and defiant song speaks of this world where human lives are severely challenged by unintelligible and deep-rooted mechanisms of power, submission and protest. Intent on dragging the listener into a maelstrom of emotion, Vonamore is complex yet stunning. The record stash writes charismatic and talented. Their goth electronic breathes with avant-garde sensibilities and diverse influences, delivering music that is unique and haunting. Yes, all of that and a little bit more. Uh, absolutely unique, this. I, I, I don't know what to compare this to. It's so layered, so there's so much to pick out. I, I want to listen to this. I didn't get to listen to it properly because I was doing stuff, but what I did hear of it, I absolutely love it. And um, yeah, it's so unique. And the, the vocals, it's just everything. Every, it's just, yeah, Wayne, say something. I'm, I'm with you. I love it. I mean, they were right, weren't they? It's alluring. It really is. It, it totally sort of, you know, washed over me and brought me into its world. You know, I'm with you, Rich. I'm, I'm going to go download this. I'm going to go listen to everything they've put out so far. It's so, like you say, what do you compare it to? Because it it has got moments of, of like what they were saying, you know, the, the, the dark punk and, and the sort of darker side of synthwave. The bloke singer, Luca, his name is, uh, he distorted his voice and I was getting bits of Gary Newman from it. But that's like one moment. And I, I love the fact that the instruments they use, you wouldn't really associate with the, the genre they're using it's not really electro straight away with that bass comes in you know it's an upright bass or it's meant to sound like an upright bass and it's great um that build by the way that build is just drowning i love it it's so quiet and in the background and i'm expecting before you know it, it's on top of you and there's nothing you can do about it and yeah loved it absolutely love this rich son yeah this one this is an interesting one I um I don't know. This is just like I don't. I've never really heard stuff like this before. Like you were saying, I don't really know what to compare it to, but it's not bad. It's a good track. What do you tend to listen to usually? Um, I don't know. I guess I'm more like pop, hip hop, R and B, soul, stuff like that. Okay. Even some older stuff like blues and funk. So a bit of a mix. Yeah. Mike. Uh, yeah, I I enjoyed that a lot. It was weird uh, in a good way. And I like music that's weird in a good way. Um, just had that sort of what do you call that? Gothtronica. <laughs> Gothtronica. I like that, Mike. I might have just made that up. Um, but uh, yeah, just that sort of. Uh, actually, I didn't make that up. I read that somewhere recently, uh, so I won't <laughs> take credit for that. Um, yeah, no. I mean, it's yeah, completely sort of off the wall. Um, really interesting I was quite intrigued I thought you said something in the description about a metal flute and I was thinking well all flutes are metal aren't they I so, was going to I was going to comment on that also, as opposed to what the plastic or wooden ones I suppose you do get wooden, wooden you flutes do get wooden don't you flutes, to be fair no that's a fair point but um, when I think of a flute I tend to think of a metal one to be fair um, so I wasn't sure what that was going to be I wasn't sure if there's going to be like a heavy metal flute in there where it's kind of palm or something I don't know um, but, what a distorted um, flute <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah uh, but there was none of that so don't know what that was about but um, maybe that's elsewhere on the album uh, but no it's, it was good I like the, the dual vocal I like the fact that it's sort of um, the, you know the 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 male vocals that almost sound like a shadow of the first one if that makes sense it's slightly behind and um, had a little bit of lag on it or as we like to call it in the music business a backing vocal 
Yes, yeah, yeah, it was a it was a backing vocal, but with a it wasn't it wasn't direct. It wasn't like they were singing at exactly the same time. It was slightly yeah, it behind. Was, it was almost part of the song. It was almost percussion rather than vocal. It was sort of there to as an instrument, you know, as a, as a yeah. as a line of music rather than it being in your face and, and there. It's one of those you'd have to listen to it three or four times, I think, to get some to get all of the experience out of it. I would say that these people are musicians. That these these people are, don't sound self-taught. These people have got. I, I would imagine some sort of classical background. Or at least some of them have. I would. Uh, I would agree. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Didn't they say they wrote film scores or something before they formed a band? Oh so yeah, yeah, really, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Probably is something in that definitely. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was really good. Yes. So I think we can all agree. Good wild card. Vonamore and you, the people. Good, good, good choice, Michael. Michael Five. Mike Five. Good Michael choice. Five. <laughs> Michael Five. <laughs> yes, mother. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're all finished with the wildcard section. Rich will now move on to the intense hardcore section. So, the intense hardcore genre musical challenge mode go section of the show on last week's episode, Rich was challenged to go and find out and tell us all about the genre of music called Quiet Storm. So, what have you got, Rich? Well, as I always do, and a lot of the time in the past, most of the time in the past when I've been doing this, I put it out on Twitter and we get a response off the artists of the genre and we get to play something. I put something out on Twitter and got fuck all again. Um, however, yesterday I got something through, um, not on Twitter, just a, a regular submission that just happened to be exactly what I was looking for. And then I realised that I didn't need Twitter anyway because when I look back through the submissions, shitloads of this stuff been sent to us. But because I forgot to look back and I didn't think I was going to get any music, I made a piece of my own. And you did also, didn't you? I did. You did. I was going for a collaboration, Rich. I was going for a collaboration. Well, um, we're going to we're going to play a bit of yours in a bit, Wayne, because I've never heard so much smut in music in my <laughs> life. <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. I, I was gobsmacked. Anyway, what we do have is somebody who does know how to do the genre. And uh, his name is Wade C. Long. One time, soultracks.com Reader's Choice Award finalist for New Artist of the Year. Wade C. Long is riding the energy of his UK soul hit, Right Moves, into the fiery new single, Electricity. This hot new tune speaks of a friendship that planned to be platonic when sparks begin to fly and leaves sizzling into an explosion of romance. There are three interpretations of electricity and we humbly ask you to add the ones which best fit your listening audiences. The original anyway, the, yeah, so this is this is um there's more on this guy. If you like Wade C Long, we'll leave all the information to this guy in the show notes. So this is Wade C Long with his song Electricity for the genre Quiet Storm. Girl, would you be my baby if I kissed you 
So there you go. That 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 was that. That was um, Wade Sealong with Electricity. Now, um, in a nutshell, Quiet Storm is a radio format and genre of R&B performed in a smooth, romantic, jazz-influenced style. It was named after the t- title song on Smokey Robinson's 1975 album, A Quiet Storm. This this is um, th- this is a nostalgic. John, this isn't something around at the moment. Um, there's a few people doing like this guy. It takes for, for me. It takes me straight back to the '90s in the wo- local woods, fingering girls. That's what this does. <laughs> that, that's that's that, that's what this does for me. It takes me right back there. It's um, wow. yeah, very nostalgic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, where, where do we go from there? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, no, I get you though, because we all had a compilation album in the nineties, like like swing jams and things like that. And this is that, you know. I I, I think this guy's done. It. I mean, this is Quiet Storm. If you if you want to know what Quiet Storm is, that is exactly what it is. There's no two ways about it. It's smooth. It's sexy. There's a random key change in there, and the bloke's got a great vocal. Yeah. Oh yeah. Although I don't think the people who do this style of music, including. Um, Wade C. Lung. I don't think they call it Quiet Storm. He hasn't mentioned Quiet Storm no, in his. Um, it's, it's one of those subgenres where it fits in there without them actually knowing it fits in there. Yeah. You know, I, when, I, when I went away and listened to Quiet Storm, I was like, I know this stuff. I know this stuff for, off by art. You know, I like Let's Get On by um, Marvin Gaye. That's probably yeah. one of the most quintessential. R. Kelly, Michael stuff. Jackson, yeah. all of the pedos. Let's not mention R. Kelly. Let's leave him alone. <laughs> um, but yeah. 
Um, people of that ilk, yeah, definitely. Um, mm. Yeah. Son, this is, um, I, I, I sense some influence of this kind of stuff in your music. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I haven't really. That's another one that I actually haven't really listened to. Okay. So, so no, then that would no. This this isn't an influence. <laughs> like I, I really like the I like I really like the style, and I can I can see a lot of the influence from it. So I think that's really cool. Mike. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's absolutely not in my wheelhouse of, of top music genres that I would listen to. What well, maybe if you heard Wayne's rendition? <laughs> this is what I'm looking forward to because I, I could be swayed. Now imagine an '80s, maybe early '90s porn film. This going to be really crazy. <laughs> and yeah, you're nearly there. But anyway, it, it's going to go for about a minute, then it'll quiet it down. We can talk over it and laugh at it. At the same. It's, it's, um, <laughs> I've, I've actually got mine on as well, so we can have a listen to mine as oh, well. Oh, yes. Brilliant. Uh, so this is, this is Wayne's. He sent this over for me to collaborate with him, but I couldn't work around the Vox he'd already put on. So if we do a collaboration in future, Wayne, don't put any Vox on. I was hoping you'd work around it. <laughs> <laughs> There's the Casio keyboard. Wow. Yeah. Fuck me, Wayne. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I've got a stiffy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shut up, I'm listening to this. Yeah. I really enjoyed that one. <laughs> so is she. Yeah. I'm picturing a barn, a girl, a woman in like um, one of those um, denim, um, just nothing on really, nothing on. Um, man comes in with a twig in his mouth, cock out. No. No. Yeah, it's absolute <laughs> schmuck that is Wayne. That's when, when, when you said you couldn't work around the vocal, I thought there was going to be, you know, a verse singing. or something. But what, what you mean is you can work a around distraction. Wayne a distraction. in the background, yeah. Was that you, Wayne? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh, Christ. I love, I love the fact straight away that you, you got what I was going for. That's exactly what I was um, going for. So, so, son, this is like your music, isn't it? <laughs> No, he's gone. He's not. He's having none of that. He's, um, he's obviously disappeared from that one. So yeah, that was absolutely disgusting, Wayne. Um, <laughs> I really tried to do something around the obstacles that you put in there. I mean, I, to, to be honest, it didn't need anything over the top of it other than what you put. Where did you get those? Um, yeah, you can just still hear it in the background there. Where did you get those from? Oh, I made it all. Apart from the drums, that's all. What did you get Emma to do? The yeah. No, it's on, it's on my keyboard. It's on the keyboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I don't have a keyboard find, for that one. You've got to find the right tone. That's like a you need to you need you need to download a DAW that come with lots of decent sound sound oh, sample packs. Where's the, fu- where's the fun in that, Rich? I was going for your. Oh, you you will hear the fun in a minute when I play mine. <laughs> I was just um, I just wanted it to be as quick as possible. That song took me about two hours to record. That's all it was. He'd literally thrown it together and just sent it over. You know, the only thing I changed, like when I sent it to you, Richard, was two different drums, and uh, yeah. that was it. 
Oh, no, my, 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 mine's mainly just a, uh, I've done the loop. Um, you'll hear a glitch. I'm not, I just want to point out to anybody listening to this, I'm not a musician. I did this because I thought I had no choice. Um, <laughs> so I, I did a loop thing, which glitched a little at the start, which you'll hear. Um, there's some samples of vocals and whatever, and I've just, yeah, I'm not a musician. It's slightly out of time in parts. I've done this in an afternoon, so eat a dick if you don't like it. <laughs> but this, 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 this was my rendition, so, um, yeah. Hey baby, you know I've been thinking about you all night last night. About when we first met, you were looking so fine. We talked all night, drinking wine. And then you leaned in and said, Should we go back to mine? Yesterday had you on my mind. Thinking about all the happy times. Looked at pictures of what we to be Oh How I wish I could turn back time To the days when you were mine So I was like, yeah baby, let's go back to your place <laughs> She's like, well, technically it's not really my place It's, it's my aunt's place, but... She's away for the weekend, so I got some chicken in the fridge that goes out today. Tomorrow I can make a stew. I laughed. It's a stew. It's more like a casserole, isn't it? Than a stew with chicken. She's like, do you want to come around or not? I was like, yeah. Can't hold back what I'm feeling inside of me. Oh, give anything to see your face, cause I'm missing. Oh. I remember we stood in the kitchen. You had nothing on but an apron. Cute little bum hanging out at the back there. You had that whole, you know, that 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 uh, that that sad boob thing going on. Oh, dirty <laughs> bitch. And then I was like, baby, let's go upstairs and make love. And she was like, why, why do you talk like like that? And I was like. Baby, this is how we talk sexy in the 90s. If this was 1994, <laughs> we'd be like a leaky faucet right now. I'm missing you. There is no one who could take your place. I'm missing you. I'm missing you. I can't believe that you are missing you. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is on the internet forever now. Fuck you now. Oh, Christ. Wow. Oh, dude, you need to give me another stroke. Fucking hell. <laughs> Dudley's on to the Barry White right there. Um, wow. so that, I, I didn't actually give it a title. Did you, Son, if you're still there, did you, did you, did you like that? I don't even know what that was. That, that, <laughs> 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 
Oh, that was that that was that was that was two hours of more life wasted. That was because um, I had to do this fucking stupid genre challenge. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, mate. Christ. Wow. I'm, honestly, I've cried. I've cried tears of absolute fucking joy and elation. Listen to that. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it again because I missed the whole middle section. So I was just I couldn't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, did you think of that, Mike? What do you think of that? <laughs> well, so. So I'm maybe a little bit further towards liking it than I was at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> but not much. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm not sure uh, where to begin. Um, oh. it's, it's a no from me, if I'm honest. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> but I thought you did an amazing job. And I thought, you know, considering a few weeks ago, it was only a few weeks ago you were splashing in the bath. <laughs> it, is an, it, is, it is an evolution, isn't it? I've gone from splashing in the bath to chanting to pulling off a, a, a you know, um, it's not a masterpiece, let's be honest. Um, <clears throat> anyway. I'm in tears. <laughs> Just can't do the rest of the show now. It's brilliant. <laughs> Oh. Right. Okay. So that's the genre challenge. That you get the Brilliant. idea. That that uh, we've got to choose another genre for next time. So, um, Wayne, have you got the genre bible? It is in hand. It is in hand. It, it is in hand. Son, can you choose a letter, please? A letter, any letter of the alphabet. Um, R. Go on then. There's probably going to be a few pages of R. Oh Christ! Yeah, we're talking a good. I would say at least forty R's. Choose okay. a number from one to forty. Uh. 21. Right. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, for next time, Rich, you've got to find the music of Red Dirt. Mm. I'm going to just quickly look that up because there's no description next to it. I don't think I should be doing any more myself because I don't think I can top that. Oh, I think <laughs> Red, you can. Red Dirt is a genre of country music that gets its name yeah. from the colour of soil found in Oklahoma. Well, because it's filled with the blood of their forefathers. Stony yeah. uh, people like Stony Larue, Jason Boland and the Stragglers, Turnpike Turner, Troubadours, and Randy the Randy Rogers Band. So, yeah, on the next episode, which we'll be going to find the music of, I just said Red it, Dirt. Red Dirt. Red Dirt. <laughs> I'll be getting a playlist through later off my no no doubt. <laughs> Um, oh, you love it. So, okay, that's over. Then move on to the next section then, isn't it, Wayne? Yes, we are finished with that one. So, yeah, mate, we need to give your song a, a name and it needs to be on a Spotify play somewhere because that was brilliant. Spotify. Because, <laughs> because it was fly. It was. Um, I'd like to call it um, No Diggity, No Chicken. Sure, okay. <laughs> uh, right, so, yeah, brilliant. Um, we'll move on now to the history section of the show. Hello everybody, welcome back to History Corner. Take a seat, get yourselves comfortable. We're into chapter five already. And on this uh, chapter, we should be talking about the song What Did I Do To Be So Black And Blue, uh, which was written by Fats Waller and it was performed by Ethel Wilson and then later by Louis Armstrong. We're going to get into a debate about Louis Armstrong later on, everybody, but we'll stay with that. I've subtitled this episode, Racist, Racists Everywhere, and you'll find out why as we go through this. So, Black and Blue is a 1929 jazz standard um, composed by Fats Waller with lyrics by Harry Brooks and Andy Razaf. (laughs) 
sweet couples passing two by two. And here am I, left high and dry, black, and cause I'm black, I'm blue. All the race fellows crave high yellows, gentlemen prefer them light. I'm just another spade who can't make the grade. Looks like there's nothing but dark days in sight. With a cold, empty bed, springs hard as lead. Pains in my head and I feel like old Ned. What did I do to be so black and blue? No joys for me, no company. Even the mouse ran from my house all my life through. I've been so black and blue. I'm white. But it's inside, so that don't help my case. Cause I can't hide just what is on my face. Oh, sad and forlorn, life's just a thorn. My heart is torn, oh, why was I born? What did I do to be so black and blue? Just cause you're black, boys think you lack. They laugh at you and scorn you too. What did I do to be so black and blue? When I draw near, they laugh and sneer. I'm set aside, always denied. All my life through, I've been so black and blue. How sad I am, and each day the situation gets worse. My mark of ham seems to be a curse. Oh, how will it end? Can't get a boyfriend, yet my only sin lies in my skin. What did I do? You be so black and blue. Right then, so that was yeah, Thor Wilson with the song What Did I Do Be So Black and Blue? This was part of the first African American Broadway musical which was called Hot Chocolates, and it was bankrolled by this gangster called Dutch Schultz. And uh, he wanted a song in the show about a black woman always losing men to lighter skinned women, i.e. Dutch Schultz is a fucking racist. Um, Fats, uh, Fats Waller, uh, a.k.a. Thomas Wright Fats Waller, uh, was an American jazz pianist, organist, composer, vocalist, singer, all of that stuff. And he was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame in 1984. To, and together with lyricist Andy Rathoff, they copyrighted over 400 songs. And he died in 1943 of pneumonia at the age of 39. Now... Louis Armstrong. Is it Louis Armstrong or Louis Armstrong? What are we going with? The Great Satchman. Louis. Louis? Are we all are we all intent on Louis? It's Louis. Is it Louis? See, I'll say Louis. But it's Louis as well. It just depends. I've heard it I've heard it both ways, and obviously the great Satchmo. So Louis, Louis Satchmo Armstrong made his debut as part of the Broadway pit band for this musical. 
um, before obviously he took this song and took it part of his set as well he also introduced Cab Calloway uh, into the uh, the pit crew in 1930 Louis Armstrong removed this version of his song explaining that the um, the woman's sadness emphasised the general idea of racism and uh, discrimination in American society years after this after he removed it from his set and he didn't play it anymore he brought it back into his set uh, after the horror of the uh, demonstration in Selma obviously went all pear-shaped and people died and he brought it back into his set for one night when he played in East Berlin which was the first time uh, he played it in I think 20 years and it was the first time he'd ever played the Soviet Eastern Bloc I basically brought this song just to show you that this music can have many different lives and this has had many over the years and it's heartbreaking that we're still facing all this hate towards uh, different coloured people I, I really like this song I really enjoyed searching it up Rich um, yeah it's I, I, it's, it's, I, I, I don't know I'm really know glad to, this has made you uncomfortable <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to think is, is this this isn't a, is, there, is there a message in this I because I, was, was the was the who wrote who wrote this the, the Broadway thing? So it's this guy called Fats Waller. And is he white? Um, no, he was black. Okay, can we start again? Because I, I what, what what's the message in the uh, in the song? The the message. Because she says at one point, "I'm white inside." Yes. Why why are you saying that? It's because Dutch salt. This is why I'm saying the song was written for this this show, which was basically highlighting black talent but it was bankrolled by a white racist and then and then Louis Armstrong took it away and did something else with it completely and made it um, a, a moment of empowerment rather than it being this dour song okay I was, she, yeah, yeah, she, I she once okay. uh, perf- she, she performed this on stage uh, all in a white dress and everybody sort of like nervously laughed when they you know she came out and started singing it in a stark contrast of her black skin versus the white dress and then when the lyrics came over it sort of died down it was all like a bit like ooh not sure about this now which is right. This could have had like some sort of influence on people like Nina Simone and people like that. I'd have thought. I would say so, definitely. It's one of those where I came across this, and I, I'm the same as you, Richard. Didn't know what to make of it, and then in researching it, it's got like this whole other life, which is the entire point of this part of the show. You know, mm. it's very interesting, and it's amazing how something that's probably so important in history is uh, either been pushed to one side or forgotten. Yes. Yes. Good point. Mike, you have much to say on this? Well, first of all, musically, I thought the uh, the trumpet was outstanding. Just the, the little uh, the little bits where it just kind of comes in and it's got that... Which is the great It's just incredible. I was going to say, I was going to say, was that Louis Armstrong? Because it did sound like his style. Yeah, I, th- I think it is, yeah. I, I didn't know listening to it until you, you said afterwards that he played in the in the pit for that show that that was him. But um, I, I knew that he'd recorded a version of that song, didn't know um, But that's that was outstanding. <laughs> it just makes you realise, you know, if that's the bit you pick out instantly, you go, oh, that's that's why he became so famous. Um, so that was really good. Um, yeah, I think it's really difficult, isn't it, to to talk about racism generally um, as a you know, white bloke who's never had to experience it. It's, it's quite hard yeah. to. Um, to imagine and um particularly when you go back to when did you say this was it like late 20s early 30s or something 29 um, 
1929. So again, the, the context, I would never have known this was bankrolled um, by that bloke. I would, I would, I would be sitting there thinking, well, what is actually going on here? Um, you know, is this something that's addressing it and calling it out? Or is this something that, you know, is, is, is almost you know, in your face, kind of you know, blatant and, and everything else? And it's just, a, it's terrifying to think that for so long, so many people treated other people differently because of the colour of their skin. It's just outrageous. And, um, and I say that as if it's ended, and sadly, as we've seen in the last few years, it's absolutely not the case, and there's, there's plenty of incidents um, of racism everywhere. So, yeah, it's um, it, it's interesting, and it's something that you know I, I can listen to and enjoy um, and admire, but I'm also kind of saddened and terrified by the fact that it exists and we have to have this conversation, but equally glad that we're able to have the conversation and raise awareness and things like that that's exactly what i was going for mike exactly it's the this isn't going to be you know it's a history section this isn't going to be for now every week i wanted it to be a bit difficult this week yeah the, the music definitely history however the message isn't it's still pre- prevalent yeah, not, exactly not like it in this country and other western countries it's not like it was then i don't believe some might argue but um i don't think it's as bad as it was but there are many countries many many countries where it's as bad if not even worse and uh yeah it's it's not just it's not just history it's it's current um so i'm i'm feeling i'm feeling sorry for some person because he's coming here obviously thinking you know this is a lesser this is a lesser music podcast you know an indie podcast is going to be cool as fuck and they've been playing old music and he sat with a bunch of fucking granddads <laughs> I'll have you know I'm only twice his age. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> Had a bit. That's fun. It's cool. Um, should we move on to the artist spotlight then, Wayne? Uh, well, do you want to know what's coming next week? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, um, well, next week is the last... Uh, I've, I've been told the religion in it. Uh, because after that we're going to go down a very we're going to go down one of Mike's rabbit holes and we're going to disappear and find some really weird stuff after next week so abandon mm. all hope uh, all you enter next week is religion in it uh, right then so after this very awkward um, history section this week we're going to move on now to the artist spotlight the final part of the week Sun person, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. This obviously wasn't what you was expecting. That's great, yeah. And um, so tell me, uh, what's what's new with you? Oh yeah. Yeah, is, he, is he gone? Is he just Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He's gone. Oh, oh he's there. He's there, and he's he's having a little. Mild, he's having a mild panic attack. Can you hear me? There you go. Sorry. No. Yeah. So we <clears throat> we've got a new single that just came out called Unite, and we'll be doing a lot of more shows now that spring's rolled around. So there's some good stuff coming up. So a lot of new music and a lot of new opportunities and uh so you say you're in memphis do you do do you do many shows yeah no i do um shows around tennessee and other states near uh 
near Memphis. Cool. You sniped one of our artists, didn't you? Emrose is a... Yeah, yeah. We, we were talking about making some music together. She's a, a long-term friend of the podcast. She's been coming on for mm. ages. And uh, what are you, are you currently doing something or are you working on something? Yeah, I know. We are. We're currently working on stuff right now. And how's that going to work? Because obviously she's in New York and you're in... Yeah. What's, what's the difference? How far away is New York from where you are? Oh, that's like on the other side of the United States. Is it like a whole different time zone? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, Wayne, you got any questions? You're supposed to be leading this, Wayne. You took over, dude. You took over. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> so, Sun Person, for, for the uninitiated, tell us all about your style of music. What do you do? And what's your fucking yeah, name so, about? Okay, yeah. So, um, I guess uh, my music, I kind of just make everything. Like, I just like to make stuff that people enjoy. I don't like to put a genre behind it because everything's so diverse. But um, I make everything, I guess. <laughs> and then the name Sun Person... It means, um, it's like, so I was trying to figure out an artist name for myself, and it was taking me forever. I couldn't think of what I wanted to name myself. And then I was like, well, if people want to know anything from my name, it's just that I do this all uh, for my mom as her son, and that I try to be a good person to everyone else. And anything else you can learn from the artistry. So. Very straightforward, to be honest. Yeah. So, as Rich tells us, you're 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 only seventeen. Are you a self-taught musician, or uh, are you? Are yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, like I was saying, I've gone to school. Or I went to this place called School of Brock for ten years. They kind of just taught me how to live perform, put me in an, an environment with a bunch of other um, musicians like myself, and we've just been doing stuff. I've been playing shows around the country for. Since I was like seven years old, so you're you're a veteran even at seventeen, really. Yeah. Um, so recording wise, is it all home recording, or you're in studios, or you know, is it a collaborative? Are you uh, in a band? Both. Yeah, no, we, we do fun. a lot of demoing. Yeah, we do a lot of the demoing at home. Then we go to the real a professional studio for finished products. Right, and the we is that uh, you and the band, or you and a couple of other guys, or yeah, no. So some of the guys I'm in a band with, some of the guys that I just know are good audio engineers and produce. Stuff like that. Oh, excellent, excellent. So, uh, Rich was saying you you obviously play lots of shows. Have you got any shows coming up? Um, yeah, we have. So, do you know what like the NBA is? Yeah. National Basketball Association. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll, so Mem- Memphis has a ba- an NBA team, and I'll be doing the halftime show in a few weeks. No excellent. shit. Yeah. No way. I thought like what It'll twenty thousand people something like that. Yeah, exactly. It'll be on telly as well, won't it? But yeah, it should be a good time. Will that be on TV. Yeah, yeah, it will be on TV, and I'm I'm assuming. Did, does the NBA show on UK networks? No, nah, we don't know. We we only watch football and fighting. <laughs> it might be on, uh, yeah, it might be on one of them like pay per view, like apps. You know, yeah, yeah. You can get you can get American sports in in Britain. It's so, yeah, yeah, that's funny. The the one I'm on is actually going to be on ESPN. Ah, yeah, we're going to get... There's an ESPN over here, but I if it shows basketball, but I digress about all that. So, that's a, that's a big gig for you guys, uh, you guys coming up. Is that to promote an album or a single or just just? No, nah, yeah, it's just it's just a play. Yeah, they just like my stuff and they were like, let's get you doing something here. Do they so. do... Uh, do the NBA do that a lot, like, for local talent? Is that, like, a thing? Um, maybe. I'm not sure, because I just knew some of the people that worked at... Um, that worked at the, the Grizzlies Stadium, they're the Memphis Grizzlies. So right. I just got involved with them, and then we just set something up. Because the, 
they already knew that I've been playing for so long. Excellent. Do you support Sorry. the Grizzlies? Uh, yeah, I love the Grizzlies. They're gonna, they're doing really good this year. Memphis is it's a fairly new team too. Like it was really created within the past like twenty years. But you know wow. the NBA is almost hundred years old. So. Excellent. So is this? Uh, are you hoping this will lead on to bigger things, or have you got more stuff in? Oh yeah, no, I think it definitely will. I mean, they, we have a lot of a lot of a lot of cool stuff coming up that I think are going to lead to some fun places. But we're going out to bigger, bigger cities in the U.S. and you know just branching out, getting involved with, with people nationally. Do you like gummies? Gummies? Yeah, gummy bears. Do you like yeah. gummy bears? I'm nice, aren't they? Yeah. That's what I'm eating now, Harry Bowen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably oh. hear me chewing in the background. Sorry, I, I, I digress on Wayne's Wayne's uh, part. Sorry, carry on. So I was just wondering what the uh, the people of the Memphis Grizzlies will be expecting, or what you're going to give them as part of your show. Is it a full on oh, yeah. face melter, or is I was going to say, yeah, it's going to be stuff that like <laughs> is meant to be a halftime show, meant to entertain. So we we've really put out a lot of thought into this little like ten minute, fifteen minutes of that. Brilliant. Okay. Um. So so wait. Your your music. It's yeah. highly processed and produced, but uh, from what I've heard of it, um, I've, I've only heard the recorded versions of your music, obviously, and it's very, yeah. very produced, it's very polished. How are you going to do that? live because it's not like it's not like a guitar it's it's, it's all you know it's it's gonna it's, it's gonna sound different isn't it not really honestly because we do a lot of my production is actually with instruments you just wouldn't think it because of like how it sounds but yeah. we're able like i have a full band that's able to strip everything down to guitar bass drums like i don't know i don't i, I haven't listened to the b-side from last week yet but i'd actually sent y'all some versions of my music that are produced and recorded as opposed to live, full band versions. So, okay, yeah. And some stuff that we can't do instrumentally, we just put in the MIDI notes and we put in the keyboard. Oh, yeah. And do you have a big team behind you? Oh, uh, I mean, I just have a good support system. Like uh, managers and... Nah, a lot of that stuff I just do on my own and I just, like, work with my friends. Because we're all going through the same thing, trying to do the same, meet the same goals, so... That's cool. Sorry, Wayne, carry on. Speaking of the Grizzlies, they just won. Hey. Yeah, 100, 122 to 98 is on my phone right now, playing uh, the Rockets, apparently. Uh, so, what song are you bringing for us to play today, son? So, yeah, this is, um, and this next single to, this is one that'll be played for the, at the Grizzlies. I'm excited about this one. Have you, all, have you I'm guessing y'all haven't heard it yet. No. Okay, sweet. Um, yeah, this one's called Unite. Do you want to tell us a bit about it? Uh, it's basically just like, I wanted to, so, earlier in the year, I was playing at a bigger Memphis club. And I was like, I need to have something that just like is like club music. I was like, that's one thing I'm really missing. Like something that can just like be great for those scenarios. Um, and so I just made a club banger, basically, or at least my closest interpretation to something innovative that is, uh, you know, that style. Is there a message behind it? Yeah, the message is just that it's uh, it's a, uh, it's your night. <laughs> it's it's your night to just do what you want and. Uh, don't worry about anything else. It's just a dance banger. Basically, just have have fun and you know do your thing, live what you can. Drink, drink, take drugs, and enjoy life. Brilliant. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for that. <laughs> so obviously, from talking to you, you 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 jump across genres. That's obviously something you've you've intended to do from the start. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. So he's always he's always going to be like the the sun person persona, as it were. He's always going to be something where you could dip in and out of any genre. Exactly. I, I suppose in in the in the current day and age, you have to be adaptable. Yes. Do you get sorry? Do you get do you get those eggs in America? You know, the like the jelly eggs <laughs> in the Harry Bowers. 
You know, little eggs. Je- jelly eggs. You know, in the Harry Bows, you see a little egg. I'm going to get Harry Bows in America. Yeah, what? Yeah. It's a European thing. Of course, they've got Harry Bows in America. I haven't. Have you got? You don't have Harry Bows in America. Uh huh. Fucking American eat. America can eat a bag of dicks. This is ridiculous. <laughs> 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 oh, it's totally derail. Every time I've, I've tried to get get a roll on with questions, you just derail me every time. Right, Rich, ask your ask your silly question. Do you eat eggs? <laughs> That's not a silly question, you bad. <laughs> I've got a okay. silly question. Go on then, Mike, you do a silly question. So, if you could have any superpower, but only one, what would it be? What would you choose? One superpower? Probably power, Probably like complete 100% photogenic memory. That would be awesome. Bro, nice. I would never have to, like, like, I would remember all my lyrics. I would never have to practice. I would just <laughs> remember literally everything. Like, that sounds awesome. It could be quite traumatic as well, though. Like, you know, you're only 17. I guess. But... Hold on, you've just been given a choice of superpowers. You didn't choose flight. You didn't yeah, choose because... invisibility. You just chose to be clever. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably be smart enough to figure out how to do that stuff on my own, because I won't forget. That's true, that's true. But it, it, I think if something bad happens and you literally can't forget it, I don't think that's a good thing. Yeah, but he's so clever, he'll think of a way to forget. <laughs> I like it, no, I yeah, think that's probably. good. I think that was an interesting insight. Uh, my other question was, was even sillier, but, um, you know, we don't need to ask that. Okay, <laughs> my question is two parts. The first part is you're going on holiday and you're going for a week anywhere in the world where are you going on holiday? Me? Uh, yeah. Probably, uh, just to, for the sake of going somewhere I've never been, I'd say Tokyo. I get that a lot. I would like to go to Tokyo. That's that's probably our most common answer. Um, okay, yeah, so you're, going cool. to, you're going to Tokyo for a week and um, you're taking with you. I mean, you're 17. You probably don't even remember MP3 players. It's old technology now. To, to, to a 17-year-old, an MP3 player is old technology. To me, it's still fucking <laughs> new technology. Um so anyway, you're taking an MP3 player, you've borrowed it off your mum or something, I don't know. It's um, it's old school, and you've only got WAV files on your computer, so you can only fit two songs on it. And they're the only songs you're going to get to listen to on the flight. And from America to Tokyo, I'd imagine it might be, I don't know, it's, either way, it's still just two songs. So what two songs are you going to take? Shoot, um, dang, this is hard. Two songs? Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, probably, gosh, I'm going to have to just think of songs that I'm listening to, listening to right now, but probably the song 007 by Lil Double and, um, uh, I got to think of this, sorry. <laughs> My song. It's okay, we, we, do, we do that on purpose, we like to put the, uh, the artist on the spot. The second song, probably all rappers, probably all rappers go to hell by uh, Blue Jay and Kyoki. Okay. Those are both Memphis people, so. Cool. Excellent. Don't know any of them, but I'm sure they're absolutely yeah. fantastic. Well, uh, before we move on to your question, Wayne, I just want to point out, do you remember the uh, the song I bought by, um, what was it, uh, Wade, was it Wade C. Long? Yeah. Because um, I can't get it out of my head and I'll just put it together right now while we've been talking, because it's in my head and I couldn't get it out and I want you to hear what's in my head. You know the song by Wade C. Long at the start when it comes yeah. in? This is what I keep hearing in my head and I can't get it out now. 
So that's his song. Yeah. But I keep hearing this. I know where this is going. Listen. Let's pretend. <laughs> and that's what I've got in my head. Sorry. Just needed to point that out. <laughs> that's not what I thought you were going to go with that. What was, I thought what you were going to completely different. <laughs> uh, I've got another song in my head now that I... I'll have to look it up and find it. Oh dear! Right, uh, it's been a long old episode. This, so uh, let's let's round this up. Um, uh, son, where where can everybody find you on the internet? Where's the best place there to hit you up? You can find me. Uh, you can find me really anywhere. Like literally, if you just Google S O N dot P E R S O N, there you go. And if in Excellent. future you become as famous as Elvis, and somebody says to you in an interview, "What was the worst interview you've ever done or radio <laughs> show like you've ever been on?" You'll be able to be, you'll be able to refer to us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's been awful for you, but we fucking loved it. Oh, this is all our best episodes so far, I think. <laughs> yeah. No, I love uh, it. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you can find uh, Sun Person everywhere on the internet. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. You can find us everywhere, like uh, like always, uh, yhhtmpc.com. Yeah, uh, for us, that's pretty much it. Join us next time. All that's left to say is I've been Wayne. I've been Mike Five. I've been Richie. Our guest has been Sun Person. Thank you for listening, if indeed you still are. Bye.
And that was Elvis Presley. Fuck me. Um... Vonamore, post-punk, dark wave trio, Vonamore, presents You the People, second taste of their... You the fucking goddamn reading bastard cunt. Um... <clears throat> okay, so... Post-punk, dark wave trio, Vonamore, presents You the... Pres- About when we first met, you were looking so fine. We talked all night, drinking wine. I remember you leaned in and said, Should we go back to mine? Yesterday had you on my mind, thinking about all the happy times. Looked at pictures of what we used to be. I could turn back time to the days when you were mine. So I was like, yeah, baby, let's go back to your place. And she's like, well, technically it's not really my place, it's it's my aunt's place, but she's away for the weekend, so I got some chicken in the fridge that goes out today tomorrow, I can make a stew. I laughed. So the stew? It's more like a casserole, isn't it? Than a stew with chicken. She's like, do you, do you want to come around or not? And I was like, yeah. Can't hold back what I'm feeling inside of me. Oh, oh, oh. Would give anything to see your face cause I'm missing you. I remember we stood in the kitchen. You had nothing on but an apron. Cute little bum hanging out at the back there. Now you have that whole, you know, that 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 uh, that that sad boob thing going on. Oh, you dirty bitch. And then I was like, baby, let's go upstairs and make love. And she was like, why, why do you talk like like that? And I was like, baby, this is how we talk sexy in the 90s. If this was 1994, you'd be like a leaky faucet right now. Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show. You got in. Over here. With a friend. And found a spot close enough to see the set list. They're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it.